The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Back with Sean Jackson. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, hey, Nick, that, listen, I know you like that. I know you like that kind of bop shit. You know, in the move your shoulders type of move your shoulders around. You can't play that either. That's over with. You can't. No. Give me, listen, give me I, I something. Don't, I don't give pick me something which ones else. we play. I don't pick these. Oh, come on. He, he actually can pick them. I can, that's but I don't. That's what I thought. He actually can pick them. See, see so. that's why, why I'm saying it's too early to be bringing <laughs> food because I'm still trying to figure out this whole, my, my way here, and Nick is putting roadblocks in the way. Is it? Come Let's on, see. Man. What do we want here? Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one we opened. Better. That was I know. the open. I know it was. What now? What else you got? We got. Okay, I, I like that. That's, this is that's, one you sent me. So that's I... one I'm grizzly. But go ahead. I, I like that too. Okay. You want me to keep going? Yeah. All right. Let's see. We got. Well, oh, that was for, for that, Damien. It was. It was for Damien. Uh, we kept it in here, though. I like that, though. The clash is always good. Yeah. I like that. Okay, I, I'm, I'm with that, though. We have. What? This is another one you sent me. Too legit to quit. Well, get to the yeah, part. You gotta get to. You gotta get to the. I, I can't fast forward on these. Oh. No, when you when you when you record it. Listen, man. There we got those. We got then with this last one. Hey, hey, hey. It's okay, listen. Let that play. Go ahead, y'all. I know y'all know this song out there. That's where we at. Everybody. Why we do our thing. That's all we want to do here, you know, on the Captain Show is have right? a good time. Right? We just want to have a good time. Yeah. We want to bring something different. We want to bring something historical. We want to bring some things that you've never heard and saw before. And with that, just so you know, I got a little bit of reach. It's not just about Husker Power, even though it's about Husker Power. On the phone with me is a very, very good friend of mine. I don't even know if I want to call him Coach Mac, Johnny Mac. Johnny McMinimum, I don't know. He's going to tell us what he wants to call, but a good friend, head coach at Wayne State, Wildcats, John McMinimum. Johnny Mack, how you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on, and I got uh, serenaded with a 
bunch of different types of music. I'm going with Tupac, Me Against the World is the best <laughs> intro I like you playing right there, but that's just my two cents. But okay, I appreciate I, being able to listen to all that. You from that, hey, you from that era, Johnny Mac. You from that era, yeah. you understand They're, that. I know we're old enough that too many of these kids, all my players have missed out on some of the greatest times for, for rap music coming up, some of those guys, and it's just, I feel bad for them. Dang, I, I I'm the same way because I don't know the music ain't the the rap music's not the same anymore. No, but Johnny, it's been a long run, man. From from Omaha Central to I never knew that you won two championships. Talk <laughs> yep. to me about why you've been holding out, man. All these years I've known you, I did, and I and I knew Northwest Missouri State won, right? Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know you was a part of those teams. Yeah, yeah, right from the the get I was the. Uh... You know, I was a prima donna probably coming out of high school that I just I thought I was uh, better than uh, Division Two, you know. And I went down there and I'm like, boy, I'll start in no time. You know, I'll just start right away because uh, Northwest Missouri at that time, the year before I got there, was five and six. You know, not dissimilar from where Wayne State's at. And so I'm like, shoot, I'll just I'll get down there, I'll start just showing up. And boy, was I I was wrong, man. I was was really good football. And it took me a couple of years, but um, we we made the playoffs two years, and then we won two national championships. Went back to back. I was there, so worked out really good. You know, I mean, if that was God's plan, and it, I got a shot to play at the next level, and so um, you know, it's just playing football is what it's all hey, about. J- and, Johnny, uh, but but so I don't. I, I try not to brag a whole lot about. It. I just humble, just go about my ways, and you know, just be more about substance and style, if you will. Absolutely, being a coach's son. I mean, talk about talk to me about high school and being a coach's son. Like, where'd you play at? What position? Give, I mean, give a little bit of background on what you did in football before. You know, I, we, we just talked about college, but before going to the next level as far as the pros, let's talk about your little league, who'd you play for a little league, and then yeah. junior high, high school. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I came played for the, uh, the Gladiators uh, coming up playing football. Uh, and that was kind of fun. You know, you get started in that fifth, sixth grade, and we traveled all around. And um, Juggernaut really, was the Gladiators. Got, you guys uh, had sk- – back then, I said the Juggernaut, the Gladiators, you guys yeah. were the Juggernaut, dude. You had to – they almost put you guys on scholarship. They was paying y'all back then. It was NIL back <laughs> had, then, hey, the Gladiators. Hey, buddy, I tell you, we, we ha- I still have a jacket from the Gladiators. It was a nice jacket. I want to make my coach's jackets like this now. I mean, we moved, and I found it, and my son wanted it, and it was like – that's still a cool jacket. They 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 gave us everything. They did a great job, and it was a uh, shoot. It was down in North O, but and, and they they did a great job. You know, down the floor. No, you didn't play in North Omaha, Johnny Mac. <laughs> What's that? You didn't play in North Omaha. I know. I wasn't like the Bears. I wasn't. I wish I could have been with the Bears. They were they were the pristine program in me when I was coming up. I thought. Well, you know how that but, goes. Uh, so so you so so junior high. I mean, Gladiators little league. Now we go to junior high, high school. What you got? Yep, went to high school, went to junior high out in Elkhorn, and went to high school at Elkhorn High, and we uh, won, you know, state and uh, football and and basketball. Uh, when we were there, we had a really pretty good class um, coming through. My junior year, played for Coach Mark Wartman, who just retired. He was really good, and uh, you know, did a lot. And then my dad was the head coach at Omaha Central, and way back then, you know, this, this is why you were at Omaha South and nowhere else was, uh, you know, there were school districts and. Where my dad lived, I wouldn't. He was a head coach at Central, but I couldn't have went to Central to play uh, football. I would have had to go to Omaha Burke, and so I l- went and lived with my mom out in Elkhorn, and uh, 
really was probably a better basketball player a long time. I played for the old, uh, you remember this name, Valentino's travel team. Uh, dude, for, uh, you were in so, the end deal. You played for the <laughs> – so, 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 DP, Valentino's had a traveling basketball team, right? You yeah. had to be the dude to play for his team. Like, there yeah, was a lot was. of good basketball players, but to play for the Valentino's traveling team, not only did you have to be a dude, but they also paid you back then too, NIL back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they went to run zone. They got an even better deal, it sounds like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, Amon Helmstetter was that time. You know, uh, you know that was when Lincoln North, uh, Northeast was really good. You know, coming up there, T. Mason, all them, uh, played with a lot of them. So it was a lot of good football or basketball. It was fun to go out. And we had really good teams. And then uh, kind of got a little bit better at football. You know, just figured out, you know, that would have a shot uh, to get me into college. You know, and obviously my dad played a big part of that and just really learned a lot. And so that really helped me. It sculpted me to, uh, you know, want to kind of be a coach. Um, I had a really weird path, you know, once I finished playing um, high school, you know, and, and went to college. And then I didn't really want to teach or coach at all. Didn't want to. Um, because all my family did it, and I wanted to make a lot of money. So I got into computer science, and it just hasn't worked out very well. I found my way back into coaching, and that's worked out good. But I didn't start coaching until I was 30 years old. Oh, wow. And, um, so it, it, it's been a brief, you know, it's been been nine years, but um, I've really worked for some great coaches, and um, I've had a fun ride so far. Where would you where'd you start your career? Coaching? Omaha Central with your dad? Yeah, I was at Wells Fargo. And uh, so I'd work at Wells Fargo. For, I worked there at Wells Fargo for five years. And uh, I finished at Wells Fargo. They let me off early. I'd go help Dad at Central. And I was like, man, I, I really kind of like this. And I did that for two years. And then I went to UNO and uh, started as a graduate assistant at UNO and then got hired on full time. And then, um, you know, obviously football happened there as far as when they dropped football and wrestling. And so then I kind of had so, to So on. wait a minute. Hold up a minute. Hold up. Hold up, Johnny. You were a part of that staff that kind of got axed. Yeah. How was that? Wild. We were at a hockey game. Wild. I mean, it was February. It was after signing day. So we'd signed a whole recruiting class. And uh, we're sitting at a hockey game, and we got the news. And it was, I mean, it was surreal. I mean, I, I don't know. You just you never prepped for that. So Right. Rumor uh, has it Shaq Barrett was in that recruiting class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good class. Shaq, well, Shaq Barrett was already on the team. Oh, no, so he yeah, wasn't he, even there recruit. He was in the building. Yeah, he was in the building. Yeah, Shaq was on for Boys Town. He was on the team. Wow. Shaq, wow. here's a funny story about him. We recruited two kids from Boys Town that year, and he, in our opinion at the time, I mean, he just, this tribute to him, he was probably the second best kid from Boys Town, we thought. You know, we thought this other kid was a little bit better. And, shoot, he started as a freshman for us. Um freshman he did a great job i mean marcus hall oliver i mean there's a lot of good players on these teams that um went on i think from that squad <clears throat> i think there were 17 division one players that left or that went on to play division one and i and i would have bet i would have bet another two and a half to, or five percent went on to play nfl ball from what i hear oh yeah there was there was three three guys from that squad that are that are currently playing, you know, on him that did a good job, man. And that's, Excelling. Uh, I mean, Shaq Barrett. That's a I mean, wild part. Jeez, Louise. Okay, so 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 you you go from high school, you go from central to 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 where? To UNO, and one as a graduate assistant, and 
went there, and then once that dropped, we went to Midland, uh, which is down in Fremont, and then we went to Wayne State. That's where we were together the first time. And then I was at Wayne State for four years, and then I went down to University of Central Missouri, down to Warrensburg from uh, 2015 to 2019, and uh, really did it, had a lot of fun down there. I met up with my offensive coordinator from college, Jim Sabota, and uh, we had fun. We lit up every – we broke about every school record we had there, and uh, we had the number one offense for three out of the five years we were there in the country and had a lot of fun, made the playoffs three years and, and did a really good thing. And then uh, at the end of uh, the year, Wayne State called and offered the head job, and I was really excited about it, but um, I needed to see if they'd made any changes, and boy, had they. They made a ton of investment, a ton of changes. So uh, my wife and I – took the position. Andrea came up here with me and we looked around and we loved it. And we came back up and um, a little bit of an odd year with our first year being the COVID year, not playing and kind of just having to keep everybody, you know, involved. But we finally got to play a little football this fall and kids did a great job. We were picked to finish, you know, 10th in the conference and we finished third. And so that was a tribute to our staff and our kids. It was really, it was was a long, it was a year and a half coming. So it was fun to play and we knew we could do that. But it's still you got to go out and play the game, and um, you know once we beat like uh, I think it was the third game of the year, BJ, we played uh, Minnesota Duluth, who's you know they were ranked number nine. They're always good. They've won a couple national championships. They're one of the you know they're the big dog, if you will, you know. And in, in Nebraska terms, they're a you know they're in Ohio State, they're Penn State, you know they're one of those perennial powers. And uh, shoot, we beat them up there at, at their place on the road, and you know at that point our kids like you could tell them do anything you wanted and they do it because they believed in what we were doing and um it kind of just snowballed from there we had a good year yeah well you know i i, I was looking up that and i saw that you guys that was the first win over a ranked opponent in seven years i mean yeah. you, you gotta i mean that, that's so much positive going on that is that that is pathetic you're also uh ranked for the first time since 2011 yeah i mean i yeah i, I take my hat off to you john i was there kind of when you when you uh yes, you were. got that job and uh the 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 work that you've put in with that football team in that year year and a half you've been there man is second to none what what are your goals moving forward how big is developing players along the way god you know bj you were here you know what it's about it's our devo guys i mean we have a group just called devo guys i mean that's developments you know, that's the biggest thing you can do. I mean, in, in your hierarchy of guide to winning for a football program, you know, number one is recruiting, right? You know, that's the, that's the most important thing. Um, you have to know what you're looking for. You know, you set your priorities and needs, and then you stay disciplined to them. And then you keep recruiting those players that are here and developing them. And that's the biggest thing is, you know, Wayne State, we got to win, you know, with quote-unquote three-star guys and develop them into, you know, five-star players. And – so that's what it's about. That's all we do, and we tailor everything we do around what we have, you know, because we don't, you know, here at Wayne State, we're not always going to have the, you know, we're not, we didn't step on the one field where we were the most talented team. You know, it's just not, not wasn't in the cards this year, won't be in the cards next year. We're going to have to win with passion and outplay them and then put our guys in the best position to succeed week in and week out. So that means schematically that we spend way more time schematically on game planning than probably most staffs do because we want to make sure our guys, you know, we want to make sure the best dude that we have 
you know, has the best chance to touch the ball as many times as he can or get on their weakest defenders. And so, you know, that's development too is, is that scheming. But, you know, as far as we want to take kids at a young age and organically grow them up so it's constant invested in them. And, and I tell our, our coaches all the time, we got to treat our players like plants. You know, they have to be watered daily. You know, it doesn't matter if they're playing or if they're red-shirting, if they're a dude, if they're not a dude. Every single one of our guys has to be touched all the time, and we have to make them feel important and make sure they understand how they fit into our puzzle. And once they understand that, that they're a big piece of this puzzle and they're touched daily and they, they understand their role and what our vision for them is, then, then they're totally bought in and they're going to stick with us, you know, through everything. So... Development's the biggest thing we do here and have to do, and that's what's going to make our program good. You know, in my opinion, I think we got a bunch of freshmen, we got a bunch of young kids, and you just keep developing them, and then pretty soon you have those guys for three or four years, and they're the ones that are coaching culture, they're teaching it the way it is. I mean, you played in that system. I mean, it's not it's not dissimilar from what you know you played in in the you know in the nineties. You know, uh, well, shoot, eighties, nineties, two thousand. You you you, know, you bring kids in and, and and the older kids play. I mean, I want to have. I'd rather have a bunch of twenty one, twenty two year olds playing in a perfect world. But you just got to bring kids in and develop them, and when they're ready, they'll play for you. Johnny, so so I want you to stick around, but and I want you just to ponder this question: How has yeah. the transfer portal either helped or hurt you in this process of finding guys? at this point and stage in the game. So we'll be right back to to, to see it. what your answer is for that. I'm the captain. It's for Sean Jackson. It's the ticket, 93.7 in DP. Back with Sean Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. No, no Walters and Dylan Mike. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, so, Johnny Mack, you still there, buddy? Yes, sir. Okay, yes, so, sir. Noah Walters, what do yes. you know about him? We, we, he's a pretty darn good QB out of Lincoln East. I just sat in front of him about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He can play. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I know you are a scour of talent. You look at yep. talent all over the place. I knew you would know exactly who it was, but um, that going back a little bit to that question is kind of uh, it's kind of segues into that question I asked you before: transfer portal. How does that affect Division Two football? Um, quite a bit, and it it it's you know the portal is a little bit like free agency. I mean that's that's a popular term going around, especially at the Division One level. Um, you know, it's going to force all those coaches to, you know, really match the hustle of one another. I mean, you have to just have to be on your game. Um, the division, you know, division one guys can bounce around for the best spot for them. You know, it's almost going to get to the spot where financially it's the best fit for them to make ends meet until they take the next step. And, uh, so I think that's a, that's such a dynamic force that's at work at that level. And then you go to division two, and the unfortunate part of this is a little bit is that at our level, it it's probably hurts us a little more because it, it turns us into farm systems. And I'll give you an example. Um, the last the last year I was at Central Missouri, 2019, before COVID, you know, we had a really good offense. Um, you know, our tight end was tight end was drafted by the Vikings in the fifth round, Zach Davidson. 
So then, so he was a part. Well, then I had a receiver, Shea Wyatt from Millard West in Omaha. He transferred to Tulane. You know, got in the portal. He went to Tulane. Um, their top receiver. We had a defensive end that got in the portal, went to uh, Eastern Kentucky. He's all-conference DN for them. Um, we had a running back that went to Memphis. We had a receiver um, that went to Ohio. So that was off one one team. You know, that's a lot of lot of guys. And what is helping those guys, and shoot, Nebraska had a receiver that transferred from, I think, Montana or Montana State this year. And, and they're able to go in and play immediately because they've, they've been developed. You know, they're usually those guys that are transferring out of Division II schools have been in those programs two or three years. You know, they've been in a college weight room two or three years. You know, they face that mental toughness. They just matured. They're two or three years older than they were 18, and they probably are Division One players. I know, but let me so, ask you a question, though, Johnny. How – like, I'm trying to think to myself, okay, so I, I played in Nebraska for five years. I'm in year yep. four of my career at Nebraska. I got my head stomped on scout team for two years. And then all of a sudden, Joe Smo from Montana State – or Utah State yeah. uh, Technical University decides he wants to transfer to Nebraska, and you mean to tell me I'm about to let this guy take my position? That would be it, – it, to me, that, that should be unheard of. doesn't matter and, – and this is to me. If you develop your guys, right, you, you, you develop them over time and, and you give them a reason to be there, right, there's nobody that you should be able to go outside of, of, of inside the home and go get that's better than what you've currently. Oh, I totally agree with you. If you if you recruit the right way, and then the second part is retention, right? I mean, if you retain what you have, that's that's the most important part. You're exactly right. I mean, you shouldn't have to. I mean, ultimately, you recruit, you know, to make the seat warmer of the starters. You know, make sure they understand there's guys that are behind them that. You know, hopefully have more talent and can beat them out. Um, but that's the other side, you know, what you're talking about too, VJ. there is that's the other side of the portal is not that it encourages quitting or anything like that, but your mindset that you had right there that you just said um, isn't always existent right now in, in households. You know, more coming up even, you know, with, with my son. You know, if my son, like when I wanted to quit in college, my freshman year, I wanted to quit. You know, I wasn't starting, wasn't the guy. And basically my dad said, are, you know, he's like, are you still on scholarship? You know, I said, yes. And he's like, are they treating you right? I said, yes. I was like, are you able to eat every night? Yes. He's like, well, you can't come home because you don't have a bed. <laughs> you know, you can either, you can get into the military or you just tough it out. Right. And uh, so I was like, okay. So I toughed it out. And God, I was dead, you know. But had there been a transfer portal at that point, VJ, that might be something I said, well, there might be greener grass somewhere, and I'm going to transfer somewhere else and see what happens. How do Not you... that it encourages quitting, but it gives you instead of you know persevering and making it through, you know that's another option. Well, I can just go try somewhere else, or I'll transfer somewhere else. And I think that's one of the one of the definite negatives of it. Yeah. How do you? But how do you? How do you combat that though? What do you? Because to me, if I'm a coach, you know, if I'm if I'm still a coach or I'm a head coach. When I walk into somebody's house and talk to their mom and dad, I'm saying, hey, listen, I know that we got the transfer portal. But if you're a kid that wants to come to my school and transfer when the going gets tough after year one, it, I really don't even want to take you at this point. I want yeah. kids that want to be in my program for good or bad, thick or thin, 
doesn't matter. You figure out a way to be good. And 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 Sheldon said something yesterday when we were talking about diamonds and he was talking about coal and he was talking about heat. Without heat or pressure, you can't it, no diamond. No without heat, pressure, coal, you got no diamond. So to me, like a lot of times these kids of today, these student athletes of today, they don't want to go through anything as far as adversity. Well, as soon as they get it, it's run. Let me run away from it. Let me run away from it. Sometimes you got adversity makes you into a diamond. And so what have you done? How do you – well, not necessarily what have you done because it's so new, but how do you combat that? Yeah, it's a great question. Is The first thing is you, you got to recruit and make sure you're selling what you want to sell the right way. You know, if you – you got you to recruit to needs. you got to recruit and talk to all the kids' needs and the players. That's different at every level. Um, but you have to make sure at your core that you're recruiting. You can't recruit problems. Okay, you can't bring in. So that's why you do the home visits. That's why you do the character. And you you got to make sure you're bringing the right kids because there, there's going to be adversity no matter what. And here at Wayne State, it's a little easier because, you know, it's not like we're, you know, we're not in Miami. You know, it's not the weather. We don't have palm trees here. You know, we don't have a storied program, you know, and so – you know, the kids we're signing all are hungry. They have chips on their, on their shoulders. They want to prove people wrong. And so right now it's probably a little bit easier for me. Um, but what I have to do at the end of every year is I have to go and I have to meet with every single kid and make sure they understand how important they are to this program and where they're at. You know, I just don't let anybody drift off away. But with the high school kids, like you're saying, when you go into their homes and you talk to parents, and this is what it's about. You have to make sure they understand what your vision is. Pork, brisket, catfish, and don't sleep on their sides. Shrimp and grits, collard greens, baked beans. It's food that makes your heart happy. Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, just east of 27th and Pineland. Let them fix you a plate. Casey's General Store is giving you the chance at winning two free tickets to a Nebraska home basketball game this season. Stop by any Casey's location in Lincoln throughout basketball season. Enter your name into the registration box and you'll have a chance to win two tickets to an upcoming Nebraska basketball game. Every drawing will occur at least 24 hours before the game that has its selected winner. So make sure to get to any Casey's in Lincoln today for your chance at two free tickets for Nebraska men's basketball games. 93.7 The Ticket, Fox KFXL Weather. Sponsored by John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Partly to mostly cloudy skies, bitterly cold conditions here for our Thursday, only topping out near 11 with a northwest wind at 10 to 15. That will promote wind chill values well below zero for much of the day. Tonight, a low of around 5 as warmer air tries to move in, and we will be slightly warmer tomorrow with a high of 23. I'm meteorologist Tim Wright for 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thank you for joining, everybody. Greatly appreciate it. 402-464-5685. Text line is open. Hit me with a what's up, DP. Hit me with a what's up, Rico. And we'll get into the conversation. Lots to do. You can call in the Honda Lincoln Hotline if you want. Today's a good day for it. You can call in 
and give your opinions. Uh, Dave, we apologize for not getting to you earlier. We were trying to catch Jay while he was hot, so we let him go through. Uh, but, yeah, the Honda Lincoln Hotline is open for you guys. The Sarder Heyman text, uh, text line is there. And the live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Um, let's get through some headlines, and then we'll get into some meat and potatoes. Um, the Antonio Brown thing where uh, he, his attorney makes the statement yesterday that the Bucks tried to force him to play, that uh, he took a, a, a pain injection uh, and still didn't feel comfortable in playing. There have been uh, some different angles to the story. Um, of course, there's you know one side, the other side, and then probably somewhere in the middle is where what actually happened. But uh, my goodness gracious, uh, Antonio Brown – put some put some put some popcorn on the table like he look nibble on this y'all uh, that I knew I couldn't play I told my coach I couldn't play and the coach cut me I didn't quit coach cut me so we can get into that a little bit and then uh there is the story of uh Adrian Hutchinson uh, committing and declaring for the for the draft and their folks are speculating him as number one which, the look on your face every time you say that is hilarious. I, 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 look, I get – so the NBA – the NFL is cyclical in, in its thought process for drafts, uh, talent, talent evaluations, those sort of things. And in this particular case, this is one where the recent history was Bosa, Bosa, Young, right? So – and those – when those things happened, those teams all had pretty good years the next year with those players uh, defensively, which I get. I those, understand. Those pass rushers turned what right. they did in college and, and kept it going in the NFL to a certain extent. Right. Copycat league. Okay. Copy success. We're going to go through and do this. I just, I'm just not sure that based on the other talent that's available that he's the guy I would take first. Well, there's that and the fact that those pass rushers that you listed off looked different than Aiden did in college. Like they were like Aiden was was good. Aiden was really good. He was a very solid pass rusher. He, he did some really good things. But those guys were dominant. Like Aiden had a dude on the other side and so those guys had, you know, some other guys on the other sides, but like Chase Young was just it was one man wrecking crew. Yeah, I just I I I like Joey Bosa, one-man wrecking crew. Well, they had each other. Like yeah. they, there was a line like that. You talk about talent in a room. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine. Well, Bosa. Chase Young had to wait his turn behind well, the Bosa. Well, that part, right? So that you learn that people are going to play. So you got Bosa, but in that room, like imagine you're a right ta- a right tackle at Ohio State, and you're the number three tackle, and you got to line up against Bosa and Chase Young. Number one has Bosa. Number two has Bosa. Number three has Young. Yeah. So that's just not fair. Right. Like, but that's how, that's how championships are won. Oh yeah. That's how, um, and I'm just not sure that that's what Hutchinson brings to the table. I mean, there are people that project him as number one. That's mind blown. Because I, is he the best defender? Is he the best player? Well, the best defender can't come out yet. Well, but uh, again, we know where it is, right? <laughs> we know what that is. Um, so there's that story that kind of leads. Um, I also found it interesting last night that Dirk Nowitzki got his got his flowers last night in Dallas. I love it, and I love the statue that they put together. 
Yeah, fade away dirt, right? Step back. It's dirt. I mean it's nec- there could there literally could not have been another statue of dirt unless it was <laughs> him walking into the arena with the leftovers that his wife made for him with the tin foil cover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it was pretty amazing. It's those it's those two things. It's either fade away or him with his leftovers. Yeah, That's- <laughs> like get the work, man. It was just pretty amazing to have it there. So but I, I did want to spend some time talking about it and a couple of things in, in play. Uh men's basketball and their performance last night. Men's uh, college football here with the Huskers and what's going on within the program, uh, them trying to fill positions, whether it be coaching positions, uh, player positions. I feel bad for the fan base. Like that's my my frustration is that we get to, to hear from a fan base on a regular basis that is trying to determine, one, how they feel about the program, Right? Like, are we in? Are we out? You know, how are we going to deal with this? We want to be excited, but you won't let us because <laughs> decisions can't be made, won't be made. Uh, there are folks who are trying to, you know, and, and these are tough times. So there are people trying to figure out, look, am I going to put my money into the program? Like, am I going to am I going to re- renew tickets? So from the text line, let me know, would you or will you? Renew your tickets for next year. Are you excited about next year for football? So let's take that temperature. Are you excited? Are you patient? Are you indifferent? Are you frustrated? In a word, how do you feel about the football program? So, Rico, I'll ask you first. What's the word that comes to mind when you think of where you stand with the football team? Um, right now, um, careful, like I, I'm being careful with, with how excited I get or how down I get with the football program, because there were some massive changes, some very important changes made. Um, and it seems as if they are moving in a different direction, hopefully a better direction than where they were. But, you know, you, you still have some coaching vacancies to fill. You still have, you know, the, the main part of your offense to either fill or, you know, come out and say that the people that you currently have are the ones you're going to be rolling with and give us some type of confidence in why that, that, why that is a reason. Um, so right now I'm being careful, but uh, give me about three months and I'll probably be excited. Like my thing is I want to know kind of what, what you're asking, where people are and, and how they're feeling, but I want to know what, what change or what, um, thing that this program can do will get you not, you know, back to the level of, of, you know, excited, but just back to the level of being interested in this upcoming season again and not already be already counting them out and saying, ah, well, you know, I guess they have to, they have to prove everything to me. Just being like slightly excited and just like, okay, I think, I think maybe this could be a good year. Not saying, you know, they're going to win, you know, 10 games, but just, you know, this is going to be a good year. Well, I, 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 I tend to stay away from how many games a team's going to win. Yeah. Because we know, like, quite frankly, uh, we don't know. Like, even when we think we know, we don't know. And there's so many variables in play. Like, we don't know how this thing's going to line up. We don't know who's going to get through, you know, spring ball and fall ball and, and, and summer camps and everything. 
Like somebody, somebody, you know, hopefully it doesn't, but somebody could get hurt. Somebody important could get hurt, and that would, that would throw a wrench into everything. Like, dude, we don't know. If we, we don't know if we have depth because we <laughs> we don't know what the front line is. We don't know what the expect expectation can be because we don't know what systems are in play, mm-hmm. right? We don't even know who's leading some of the some of the rooms, and in the most important space, we can talk about it whatever way we want to talk about it. But special teams is important, and yes, you have a coach now, or at least you, we we think there's a coach. Mm-hmm. But then you have to tell me what the protocol and what the practice is. Like, does it become a focus for this team? Like, are you going to practice it every day at the top level and top priority? Like, that's that's a question, and we don't have that answer. So, on uh, from the text line, uh, Tater says hopelessness. I'm not saying don't have hope. Be hopeful. You know, no, no. I, I'm asking how he feels, and this is how he feels. Uh, Scott says, what's up? Uh, what's up, Scott? I, I don't have season tickets, but would love them if anyone is giving them away. Well, there's that. Uh, and again, you hit me with a what's up. Like, say hi. Like, I'd like for you guys to say it. Um, I did not renew my season tickets. I'm starting to feel apathetic. I have lost all faith in our head coach. It's BJ in Wichita. Uh, Gabe says this, I was hoping this would be a year where we would win eight or nine games. We had a defense that was improving and a veteran offense with a veteran quarterback and plenty of weapons. After seeing the product on the field and listening to the, to, to, to Rashawn and Sheldon uh, and Octavius and Jay, I realized we are fooling ourselves. It's going to be a while to rebuild this program even close to what it used to be. I will still root for them next year. Uh, but we will be lucky to go 500 again unless the offensive line improves and we start getting an attitude and act like we want to smash people in the mouth. Uh, also from the text line, what's up, guys? Get a quarterback like Casey Thompson. I'll get excited. Beat Northwestern. I'll get real excited. Schedule should do the rest from there for the next six to seven weeks to build the spark uh, to the program if we can finish. Next year's schedule uh, is a cheat, but uh, I'll take it. Yeah, um, and then Tater says this, I feel like we deserve better as fans. That part. That part. Like, I – this if this is the engine that moves the state, right? This is the thing. Like, all car all, – all of the train cars are attached to Nebraska football. And it affects the community. Yes. Right? How business is being done affects the community. So then it – there has to be some temperature taking by the athletic program over what the fan base wants and needs. And if you love the fans, if you love the fans, one, you give them transparency and you give them access, but two, that you're active in a way that suits and meets the standard of what you say you feel about the program, about your fan base. Right. We, we were looking around and we're watching uh, name, image, and likeness deals being sprung sprung up and, and about all over the country where local businesses are throwing money behind football programs so that they can, one, acquire the players that they feel like they want, and then, two, uh, take care of the players with from the program from the bottom up. Is that happening here? I think so. I mean, they have a $6 million NIL pool. 
So I would think that the well, what the does that mean? I don't know what it means. Right, I, well, honestly, like, 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 I really don't. Like Texas has like a ten million dollar. I don't know if that's just just businesses giving money to the university and saying give this to players when they make deals. Or well, I, like how, I have no like idea how, how that the, works. How the deals are done? Yeah. Uh, who's going? Who's going to facilitate these things? Uh, what's the distribution pool? Mm-hmm. What percentage goes to who? Where? When? How? And why? Like there's there's so many questions within the program that some of it can be disclosed pretty easily, right? Pretty easily. I would – I'm not trying to set the temperature. I'm only trying to know the temperature of the room, right? Mm-hmm. What fans want, how they feel, uh, because that's that, that's kind of what this is, like to know what folks are, are, are feeling. Uh, Todd says, what's up, DP? What's up, Todd? Uh, my word for Husker football is frustrated. I'm teetering on indifferent. But here's what sucks. I'm 44. I was at the university in the glory days in the mid-90s. I was at the 95 championship game. In my mind, Nebraska should be great. My kids have never known Nebraska being good at football. I'll I'll put on a game, and they're like, why are you watching? They're just going to lose. And they're usually not wrong. Ouch. Like that, well, that, that's, that's why I wanted to, to, to have this in play. Like I, I wanted to hear what this is. And we talk about the players don't know what it's like to play to practice in January right in December late December they don't they don't know the sacrifice of okay I got to put my Christmas plans on hold sort of so that I can keep getting this work in mm-hmm. like and then having a meaningful game and the fan base who likes to rally around it doesn't have an event to go to like bowl games are an event like an opportunity for the fan base to to come together to be proud um, nothing moves money like unity Mm-hmm. Right, so you missed the 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 four weeks of bowl prep and booster prep. It's also the four weeks where the fan base gets to be positive about the program. You get to plan your travel trip, your travel plans. You get to be like, oh man, we're gonna go hang out on a beach with a bunch of other Nebraska fans. Right, you'll see the colors, you'll see the big red in, mm-hmm. you'll see right the go big red chance. You we'll get be- to yell go big red on right. an, on an airplane, and everybody responds because right. they're all Husker fans. Or in a new town that that you haven't been to, yeah. And then oh, people respond, and, and the new town loves it because there's so many Husker fans. Right. Like all the small businesses are getting so much traction. Right, so that. that thing isn't in play and then that that if that's the case with the fan base if that's the case with the community where the where the younger people in the community don't know it respect it or love it that's a problem mm-hmm. so you know there's that back to the text line joe says as well once a fan always a fan not going to bail because of the 20-year slump what goes up must come down wish there was more transparency and development of players for sure but i still bleed red so i'll keep my tickets yeah so that right be a fan. Be committed to it. Be faithful to it. But the accountability should still be there. Like I'm a Washington fan, so so we went through a run where we were we were pretty good, right? You were we, up here. We, we were up here, and now it's it it it's a dumpster fire. Even after winning the division title a year ago, right? Nebraska doesn't even have that. No. Like imagine at least if Nebraska had won the West. At seven and six or seven and five, that would have been cool, right? Like, okay, to accept that, so that gave me a little oxygen, a small, a small spark of a fire, right? And then say we're going to make changes in the program to make sure that we don't repeat the the nonsense that's happened. Mm-hmm. But then I see the frustration of Washington fans, like, well, let's 
what's what's the delay? Like, why is there a delay? And there's always a reason why there's a delay. You need to know that. You need to know what that reason is. Yeah. And if I'm in the football program, it's got to be really hard to fan fires of enthusiasm right now. Like, you can't what, – what is their – what thing – like, Mickey Joseph gives you reason to be excited. Mickey Joseph was, was big. Like, 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 that's a big thing. We can get excited because we can see what he does with receivers. Mm-hmm. And we can see the receivers here that may exist and, and thrive in, his, in what he's done in the past. Mark Whipple. Reason to be excited. Very recent success. Right. Recent success. Lots of uh, a very long list of of also success and just places he's been. But do are we allowed to spread our wings and fully flap because we don't know who his angel's going to be? Like, we don't know. Our wings are still taped down. Right? It, it's like, oh, we, you know, we see it, but. We're not really the window. To. The window's right there, but I wouldn't jump out of it just yet. Right, right. So that that's kind of what that is. So are we excited about the defense? There's reason to be excited because of the six, the, the recent success that they had. But the people Granted, that everybody was, was excited about yeah, are that, gone. That is, there's that part, but... Uh, it but, see the defensive coaches. The defensive coaches do a really good job of of you know presenting their players in not a pot, just more in the light and and telling you more about them and showing you you know them and, and what they can do. So on the defensive side of things, you have a little bit more faith in some of the guys that are replacing those guys. But how many returning starters are there on defense? Mm, one in the defensive backfield. Uh-huh. All but one of the linebackers. Okay. And four. The defensive line is complicated. I don't know how no, they, they start the defensive starters. line. They're not starters. Because you like okay, if you if you say starters, it was Stilly and and D Boogie. They're gone. But also Ty Robinson played a lot. Uh um well, let's, well, Casey let's, Rogers keep, played a keep lot. Keep it simple. We'll just starters. go starters. So okay, none. So all so of your linebackers four, so but four one. starters yeah. on four, right? Four starters returning yes. on defense. Yes. So are we excited about defense? I am. Okay. Other right. people other people cannot be, but I am based on <laughs> what I've seen from the guys that backed up those starters. Okay. All right. But I understand why you wouldn't be. Like I totally I totally get that. <laughs> okay. Saying four you only have four starters returning does sound very daunting. I it's the Big Ten. It's very terrifying. It's well, the Big Ten. Well, I mean, you could look at the offense as well. I mean, first off, you don't have a quarterback, but how many starters hey, do you have on hey, the offense? Hey, hey, whatever, whatever. We don't need a quarterback. Okay, well, okay so on the we offense. We don't need a quarterback. On the offense. We're just going to turn around and hand it to, oh, who are we going to turn around and hand well, it to? Well, your starter Who's your was starter? hurt. Your starter was hurt, Gabe who's, Irvin. Who's your starter? Gabe Irvin, but he's who's hurt. Who's your starter? It's Gabe Irvin. Who's your starter now? <laughs> <laughs> Ramir Johnson. <laughs> no, I got you. Ramir Johnson. There we go. Problem solved. No, we got we, we got running started, backs. Who's starters. starting at receiver? Uh, Omar, Xavier, Oliver? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Travis Vokalek. Vokalek and... Fedoni. 
coming off of a torn ACL. You really just go give it to him. You just <laughs> coming off of a torn ACL. You just gonna. <laughs> I mean, look, hey, hey, look, look. Who else is there? But this <laughs> fan base, you, you get my point that the fan base would, I, to me, like even as having as little skin in the game as I do. Are you Chancellor Brewington? <laughs> look, hey, hey yeah, but we can only run one play with him, though. Hey, but it works. Okay, for how long? Yeah, uh, you're funny. <laughs> he's gonna come and he's gonna hit somebody. Oh, so you've got that going man. for him. Back to the text line. What up, Dusty? Uh, I will watch the games when I can, but I will not arrange my schedule around them anymore until the team shows me they are they care as much about Nebraska football as I did for my entire life. Valid. Like you said, as as coaches, as fans, we cannot want this program to win more than they do, and I don't think that that's the case. But it's not, it's not that obvious. Like it's not that like you. No. I believe they want to win, and I believe it's important to them. I'm just not sure it matches the fan base's fanaticism. So. Uh, Tony John, what's up, man? Uh, DP, what do, what do you want the new name for the Washington football team to be? Um, I, I, I'm okay with football team. I'm okay with football club. It's grown on me. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I. It's like I'm okay with it. Uh, I didn't. I don't want it to be what it was. Uh, and I'm not sure I'm going to be bothered by whatever it is because I'm a Washington fan, just like Nebraska football. I know the value of what a a good, a winning Washington football franchise does for that community. I love how it, it unites them. I love how it makes things moves, move. Um, it is a great GPS for folks to get a reason to get together and to be positive together. Um, but this is – Man, this is this is the craziness. So whatever it's called, I'm going to be okay with. Um, the colors aren't changing. We've we've been told that and shown that they'll that's be good. burgundy and gold. Um, so that's what that is, right? That uh, I'm rooting for the city. The team is just the vehicle. So that's that. just that's just me. Tyler says, I love the Husker talk, but every single show now is so damn negative. It's annoying. You blame the fans for being crazy and negative, but that is all the station has turned into. I don't know what that – I don't know, I don't understand that text. I don't either. I, I, how am I, whenever, I, whenever we blamed the fans for being crazy, I don't, I don't, I don't quite get that one. Um, but the station and say that the station has, has has turned into Huskers talking about the great memories and the great standards of uh, so Tyler. I'm not sure I get what you're saying. And me and Nick aren't negative. We're we're very excited about everything. Well, actually, so, to a fault. Well, so I mean, but yeah, like I get so people get mad at me when it's really I say, a problem. When, actually, we get right, made, we we actually get told that we're being too positive, right? Sometimes. Like well, Kool Aid and it, like. <laughs> Look, I mean, well, I get excited. I just told you I'm excited about the defense. They have four returning starters, and I'm excited about a def- about the defense. What do you want from me? Yeah, but every single show doesn't talk about it. As a matter of fact, that's why days I don't talk about it because you get 15, 16 hours a day. Now, mind you, we're, we're not making the news. We're reporting it. So if the teams are doing well, when the girls did well, it, look, the radio station was, was on fire. It was amazing. 
women's volleyball went to the championship game. It was on fire. But if you have to talk about Nebraska football and basketball on the boys' side, exactly how warm and fuzzy should you be? It's really it's kind of hard to be positive when you keep losing, right? Like so, I don't I don't know what 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 side of this thing you want us to be on, but that's okay. Um. Yeah, Corey says I actually like the football team name. It's ironic. It's 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 original, right? And you still got the fire uniform. Yep, I, agree I thought with that. it was funny at first. Yeah, and then I was like, you know what? It's it's funny, but it's good. This is so funny. So again, so we'll go through. Like, I, go ahead. Sometimes it comes to this that I get that certain listeners that get mad at me, me personally. So whatever I do, they're going to have issue with, and that's fine. Uh, I'm okay with that, but. I have the microphone, so that quite. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, no, you to say to to cover the basketball program and say that it's all it's all skittles and rainbows. That doesn't happen here. So you can like the players, you can like the coaches, but you can also say that being six and nine isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Being three and nine isn't good enough. Those are all statements of truth. I'm giving people voice and saying, hey, tell me how you feel about the programs. You're telling me how you feel about me. I asked you about the program. <laughs> so you had an opportunity to tell me about the program and you spent you time. You are the about program, me. damn it. Yeah, I no, I am not. No, I am not. That's crazy. All right, we'll throw the break. We'll come back. More one on one when we return. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Beatrice Bakery has been serving Nebraska with one-of-a-kind Grandma's Fruitcake since 1964. You already know that, but did you know they offer way more than that? You've got to try their line of liqueur cakes, like the strawberry daiquiri cake or the vanilla rum cake. Or what about their breakfast breads, the banana nut bread, or their various streusel coffee cakes? Whatever the occasion, Beatrice Bakery has something for you. Oh yeah, and Grandma's Fruitcake? It's still pretty darn good. Beatrice Bakery, located in downtown Beatrice, or always online at BeatriceBakery.com. Welcome to our world of yum. Rosie's Sports Bar and Grill has been your go-to in South Lincoln for years, and their second location in downtown Lincoln is now open. Rosie's Downtown Spot is Lincoln's premier Nebraska party bar with the sidetrack band every Friday night of home games and all day for Nebraska home football games. With 34 TVs that are 65 inches or bigger, you'll always have a great view for all the games. Make sure to check out the new Rosie Sports Bar and Grill, now open in downtown Lincoln at 10th and P. If you're struggling to get motivated to work out, you're not alone. And Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping is here to help. Build muscle, burn fat, and lose weight with Farrell's 10-week challenge starting January 8th, all for a chance to win $1,000. Farrell's combines kickboxing with inclusive strength training and nutrition planning to help you stay on track. Go to fxblincoln.com to sign up today. It's the Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping 10-week challenge starting January 8th with two locations in Lincoln. Your home should not be a zoo to unwelcomed animals. Let the experts at Bats to Rats take care of those problems. Dane has been a leader in wildlife and pest management and prevention in Lincoln and the surrounding area for 15 years and can help you get rid of bats, rodents, and anything else. Whether it's residential or commercial buildings, schools, apartments, or churches, they're always a phone call away. Call today at 402-310-0904 or visit BatsToRats.com. Bats to Rats Wildlife Control and Prevention. 
When it's really cold and your furnace goes out, the last thing you need is somebody who just wants a piece of your checkbook. Several families were told they had a cracked heat exchanger and needed a new furnace. Fortunately, they called Bryant for a second opinion. Many were found to only need minor repairs. Anytime you need furnace repair, call the experts at Bryant first. Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing. 467-1111. We do whatever it takes. Early break with Sip and Jake. Ed Orgeron joins us. You have told me before you have a genuine fondness for the state of Nebraska. Why is that? You know, I always liked Nebraska. Uh, growing up, uh, watching Nebraska, Monty Kiffin, you know, Tom Osborne, the great teams there. I just always liked Nebraska. I just think it's a great school, great state, great football, uh, tough, hard-nosed football player. Early break with Sip and Jake from 6 to 8 every weekday morning on 93.7 The Ticket. There's not many things worse than having plumbing issues at your home or business, but it's even worse if the problem isn't fixed correctly. Select Plumbing gets it right the first time, and they specialize in several things. General plumbing, water heaters, faucet and fixture repair, sewer and water underground repairs, backflow testing, and more. Keep your property free from leaks and other issues. Call today for a free estimate at 402-560-6197. That's Select Plumbing at 402-560-6197. In every office, there's two types of people. There are those who bring in bagels and those who eat the bagels that someone else brought in. Everybody likes the first person. Be that first person. Weekday mornings at 7.30, you have a chance to win a business box of bagels from Bagels and Joe. All you have to do is shut up Sipple. Two questions for you, two for Sip. Win and the bagels are yours. Lose, well, you don't want to lose. You lost Monday, you lost Wednesday, you're a loser. Shut up Sipple. Weekday mornings at 7.30, brought to you by Bagels and Joe. I'm Jenny Benson, president of the NSEA, and I'm asking for your help. We know the best learning for our kids happens when they are in classrooms, in person, with their classmates and teachers. To help keep our public schools open for in-person learning, please follow health and safety guidelines from medical experts. Working together, our students continue to learn, grow, and thrive. Sponsored by the Nebraska State Education Association, aired by the Nebraska Broadcasters Association and this station. Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary. The likelihood that you're going to have a guy that's as talented or even a step up from what you shipped away in Adrian Martinez, right? That's slim. You're going to have to conform your offense, your game plan to this quarterback, and this quarterback and all those guys on that offensive side of the ball are going to have to buy in this season. And, And that's one thing, right, is that this coaching staff has to relay that message that there is no choice yeah you're either bought in or we're gonna do this thing without you weekdays from two to three on 93 7 the ticket and the ticket at first i was really nervous and intimidated to buy a ring i wasn't sure what i was getting into my experience at starter Heyman was very easy i felt like i walked out of starter Heyman with the ring that was gonna make her go wow and say yes i love my ring it is so beautiful i absolutely love my ring i get compliments on it all the time i always tell them Sarder Heyman. Yeah, we would definitely recommend Sarder Heyman. Yeah, it was great. We're definitely, definitely coming back. <laughs> Sarder Heyman Jewelers, Lincoln and Grand Island, SarderHeyman.com. You're listening to One on One with DP, sponsored by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to 101. Rico, you were uh, you were you were letting it rip 
a little bit. <laughs> Look, man, I just people get mad for like the smallest, most insignificant reasons, and I just I just don't understand it. Like, why you have you have multiple options for emotions in your life, and you know for multiple hours, multiple minutes, multiple seconds during any given day. Why you choose to be mad for no reason? <laughs> For no reason. It's 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 amazing. So Why are you mad? This here's here's the thing, right? I came here to just hang out. I came to Lincoln to just hang out. And then fell in love with 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 the people. Fell in love with the way they interacted and engaged, right? And to be around sports is a blessing. It's 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 an absolute blessing to be around people who are trying to excel at their thing right and the people we're talking about are the top one percent of whatever it is we're talking about right we're talking about the top one percent of huskers Mm -hmm. right who perform at such a high level that most of us really don't sniff that air right if i'm talking about scott frost there's respect attached to it because scott frost is doing a, a a magnificent thing it's a brilliant thing like all of his, even his failures are are magnificent. So, and then with Fred Hoiberg, accomplished, right? He has excelled at this thing, right? If you're talking about Amy Williams, if you're talking about Will Bolt, if you're talking about like any of the coaches that we talk about, Mark Manning, that they are so exceptional at what they do, they are to be applauded. No, yes, sports radio has entitled folks to critique those in excellence because it's required as a part of the conversation. I don't make the news. I simply report the news. And if a team is doing well, if I see something good, I say something good. If I see something not so good, I have to say something's not so good. And then on either case, we try to figure out why. Like, what are the mechanics of success? What are, the, what are the mechanics of failure? There's no malice intended. No. There's, like, zero malice intended. That in the offseason, I can say that Nebraska football is going to win the Big Ten West if I line up enough things in the place, right? There. Until it's proven that it's not. And then I have to say, I was wrong, and it's another thing. But here's the thing. This station exists as a meeting place. I'll, I'll keep repli- repeating this because people miss it. This is a meeting place. And if you're coming to the meeting place with a chip on your shoulder about who's hosting the party or who's attending the party or what the theme of the party is, it might not be the party. That's the problem. Just be a better party. Right? Like, I, we're trying – like. To go out short notice, put together a new lineup again, right? Put together a new lineup and then try to make it so that it's a thing that's positive. The best way to do that in this space is to spend hours upon hours of talking to former Huskers and current Huskers to find out what's going on and then ask them to come and have those conversations on air for the fans. Mm-hmm. Right? So – we tried to do that, right? Which was to put former Huskers who have some success, high level success, and have them share the stories of success. 
And then to have people go, well, I don't want to hear that. Okay, not my not my problem. Not my problem. You don't want to hear about the good times. Not my, look, hey, not my problem. If Nebraska was eight and four, they would love the stories. Right, right. Like that's the thing. If Nebraska was winning, they would love all of the stories of the former glory days. Because like we're we're so we're, we can get there again. But they're three and nine, so the glory days seem that much further away. Well, but having standard bearers and standard keepers in the space is a helpful thing mm-hmm. because it reminds you that it can be done. Like there's a way we know for a fact that there is a way for Nebraska football to be elite. You know why we know that? Because it happened. Mm-hmm. It happened. It actually exists. Now, when you talk about volleyball, we know that it can be great, so we should be familiar with it. We know that women's basketball can be great, right? We're seeing it. When it's good, we say it's good. When it's not good, we support it, but we also say it would be wonderful for this to be better. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about there not being, there's only four starters on defense, that's a statement of fact. I can't change. I can't do, change anything. Do we about know that. who the starting quarterback is? No. No, sir. We don't know. Do we know who the running backs coach is? No, we don't know. Nope. The things that we don't know. So we ask the question, and here's the thing: you guys could come at me individually, like come at me as a person, but understand that here's the thing: all I want for you is to have a place where you can come and talk Husker sports, to talk sports in general, and then all I ask from it. Remember, I don't charge you for it. We should. <laughs> we give such high level. We don't charge you for it. Like, such high level analysis. I think we should. No, I kind of feel like it's that thing. You go, you know what? I don't want to be attacked for trying to build sports radio in Lincoln, Nebraska. Like I don't. I, I'm sorry. And I had somebody. Uh, there's 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 three different people who constantly tell me, DP, you need to be humble. First of all, first of all, that's not for you to say. Second of all, understand what humble is, because me being a man of Christ, I put my knee on the ground every day. Say, I humble myself in service. I serve this. I'm serving this Lincoln community, this sports community. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing this for y'all. I could take my money, take my ball, and go home. That's not what I'm doing. Please don't take your ball and go home. Right? Like this is service, and then to work in service to bring you the people that you care about the most. Right. Bring you Husker players who can share your, their, 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 their love of your university and your town and your state. And highlight it. Now, I'll also say this about me being humble. That's on me and my guy. How I feel about that matters more than how you feel about whether you think I'm humble or not. I come in and do service every day. Every day for you guys. And I'm proud of, of the staff. Mark Onweiler is amazing at what he does. Rico, I mean, you guys put yourself in place, man. Who we? Like, you guys put yourself in place. You guys sacrifice time you could spend with your family, with your kids, in your space, right? You guys come in and do this. And nobody's getting rich doing this. This is a labor of love. 
So why, when if we give you voice, why would you just use it to bash and 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 give pain? We're reporting news, and then we allow you. I literally asked how you felt about the program, and then the texts come in, and I'm not even reading all of them. The texts come in that with well, DP, you know, you're too negative. Uh, no. I'm the most positive person you know. We're, we're reading other people's thoughts. This like, isn't ours. This is, this ain't, you can't put this on me. So I'll say, look, maybe maybe positive radio isn't for, for you. Maybe maybe sports radio ain't for you. <laughs> look, I love everybody in this building. I love the people who interact and, and want to participate in a positive space. We're talking about sports. There's wins and losses. We don't have to agree. We do have to be decent. We should probably try to be kind. You know, and, and Harold, I say, man, I, 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 I really don't want to come on and preach. But I'll say this. I'm a grown man. I ask for very few things when it comes to how we engage because I want to engage you the same way. I want to call you by name. Right? I want to acknowledge you by name. Right? I want to say, how are you today? Tell me what's up. That's what that's about. What's up? What's up with you? You having a good day? You having a bad day? Tell me you having a bad day without telling me you're having a bad day. Right? This is new stuff. Look, if you're not paying attention to this lineup and this roster, this is a labor of love. Because let me tell you, the Huskers that came in, we've, we've had nine nas- three-time national champions on this program that comes up from 11 to 2. It's been a lot of winning. Right? A lot of a lot of win talk. Right? They were, they were talking about their uh, their records. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the three years or two years, and they're just like, yeah. would you rather be 60 and 3 or was like 40, 49 and 2 or something like that? It's just like. Right? I mean, I'll take either. Right? <laughs> right? Right? Like, like, like this is, this is so clear. Right? If you, I hope you guys listened last night. To, to Aaron Davis and Chris Raff. I hope you, you, you heard how much they love Husker Nation and how important it is to them. And they shared some amazing stories. And I, if, if you're not paying attention to, to Bach and Strick, they're putting in superb work. Look, to have Nick and Rico, when they have other responsibilities, put themselves out for you guys. Like to reach out and you know, you know what, he'll be great. Let's bring, let's hear Matt Coatney. And Matt saying, you know what, the fans do, yeah, fans want to hear me. I, I, I want, I want to be heard. And Matt was very appreciative of how many people she, he was. He was amazed by how many people it's showed up. Amazing. And we didn't get a, ch- I didn't get a chance to ask him it's because you know he's amazing. very busy. Um, but I wanted to ask him how how crazy it was because I was listening on the radio and there were points I couldn't hear him. Like he, he has the microphone. It's right there. And the crowd was so loud that you could not hear him say what he was trying to say. Like, that's how amazing it was. Yeah. I I just think it's, we could build a, a community and a space in this community that should be welcoming to everybody. Regardless of the, whatever ends of the spectrum you're, you're into, right? It, 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 in somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the common space, 
we should be able to engage in a decent adult way. That's all I'm asking for. Um, I'll say this as well. So, again, I don't come here every day to bash my head against the wall or have my head bashed. I don't. I come in if something's if I think something is funny, I'm going to laugh at it. Now, I had a texter just called my, in his opinion, my laugh and joking is disingenuous. Then you're not paying attention. Because we laugh all the time because guess what? I would much rather laugh than be mad. That's just me. But that's okay. Feel how you feel. In this space, and this is the last time I'll address it. Because I'm not. I'm not going to read this other stuff. Like I'm, I'm just not. If you want your text read in my space, give me something good. Give me something good, I'll give you something good. If we don't laugh at the same things, my apologies. But if it's funny, I'm going to laugh out loud. Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We'll be right back. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There's not many things worse than having plumbing issues at your home or business, but it's even worse if the problem isn't fixed correctly. Select Plumbing gets it right the first time, and they specialize in several things. General plumbing, water heaters, faucet and fixer repair, sewer and water underground repairs, backflow testing, and more. Keep your property free from leaks and other issues. Call today for a free estimate at 402-560-6197. That's Select Plumbing at 402-560-6197. Landmark Implement is your local authorized John Deere dealer. Landmark's trained and certified sales staff will help you find the right equipment for your needs at a price that's right for you, all backed by Landmark's extensive parts and service network. Whether it's a tractor, planter, combine, an easy track lawnmower, or gator, every piece of equipment in pre-owned inventory is put through a rigorous inspection so it's ready to work hard for you. Landmark's team works together to make sure everything is sold meets their quality standards. Learn more at LandmarkImp.com or stop into a local Landmark location and experience the Landmark difference. Rosie's Sports Bar and Grill has been your go-to in South Lincoln for years. And their second location in downtown Lincoln is now open. Rosie's Downtown Spot is Lincoln's premier Nebraska party bar with the sidetrack band every Friday night of home games and all day for Nebraska home football games. With 34 TVs that are 65 inches or bigger, you'll always have a great view for all the games. Make sure to check out the new Rosie Sports Bar and Grill, now open in downtown Lincoln at 10th and P. You spend more time in your garage than outdoors in the wintertime. Isn't it time to get it organized? Call Travis at Classic Garage Solutions for his variety of organization packages. Turn your garage from a cluttered mess to a clean, organized space that will be the envy of the neighborhood and something you can be proud of. You don't need to bring the same clutter from last year into the new year. Travis has storage options for cabinets, monkey bar shelving, or slat wall, and more. Call Classic Garage Solutions today at 402-730-1638. Working at Continental in Lincoln isn't a job, it's a career. And right now, they're hiring for production operators at $21.72 an hour and other select jobs starting at $23.42 an hour with wages growing up to $27.55 an hour. Continental also has salary jobs available with great benefits, plus medical and prescription costs at very low premiums. Dental, vision, and life insurance are offered at no premium cost to the associates. To learn more or apply, go to ContinentalJobs.com with keyword Lincoln. 
Come work at Continental today. Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary. The likelihood that you're going to have a guy that's as talented or even a step up from what you shipped away in Adrian Martinez, right? That's slim. You're going to have to conform your offense, your game plan to this quarterback, and this quarterback and all those guys on that offensive side of the ball are going to have to buy in this season. And, and that's one thing, right, is that this coaching staff has to relay that message that there is no choice. Yeah. You're either bought in or we're going to do this thing without you. Weekdays from 2 to 3 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You could celebrate a Nebraska football win with chips or wings and your favorite beverage, but Beatrice Bakery has all sorts of cakes to celebrate all victories this fall. Coffee cake, breakfast bread, artisan cakes, and especially grandma's fruit cake. No one remembers who brought the chips, but everyone remembers who brought the cake. Make your parties memorable and your Mondays at the office better with cakes from Beatrice Bakery. They ship nationwide. Check out BeatriceBakery.com, proud sponsors of the Nebraska Shrine Bowl. Welcome to our world of yum. 93.7 The Ticket, Fox KFXL Weather. Brought to you by Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing. Partly to mostly cloudy skies, bitterly cold conditions here for our Thursday, only topping out near 11 with a northwest wind at 10 to 15. That will promote wind chill values well below zero for much of the day. Tonight, a low of around 5 as warmer air tries to move in, and we will be slightly warmer tomorrow with a high of 23. I'm meteorologist Tim Wright for 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. If you're struggling to get motivated to work out, you're not alone. And Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping is here to help. Build muscle, burn fat, and lose weight with Farrell's 10-week challenge starting January 8th. All for a chance to win $1,000. Farrell's combines kickboxing with inclusive strength training and nutrition planning to help you stay on track. Go to fxblincoln.com to sign up today. It's the Farrell's Extreme Body Shaping 10-week challenge starting January 8th with two locations in Lincoln. You're listening to One-on-One with DP. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Final segment of One-on-One Clean Palette. The palette is cleansed. I'm in good. Cleveland Mike, man, we always say your name. We appreciate it. We love doing that. Tater, appreciate you, brother. Harold Spears, man, thank you, kind sir. Jeremy, love you, brother. Uh, appreciate what that is. Scott, uh, thank you. We're trying to get a, a lineup that you guys want to listen to. Uh, Harold says, haters going to hate. That's what they do. Amen, brother. Cheeseburger, I love how honest you are. Uh, and for me, I may poke fun at the Huskers, but that's because I'm pa- past the point of disappointment with the program, and it's almost laughable. Keep it up, DP. I, Enrico, I would rather laugh than cry. That's just me. That's just me. Nebraska fan says, what's up? What's up, Nebraska fan? Just keep doing what you love, all you have done with the station. I hope someday meet you in person. Uh, stop by the station and say hi. Man, look, the door's open. Come on in here. But you better not leave it open, man. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. And yes, Cheeseburger, I'm going to keep complaining about the cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going no, to call him out now. Cheeseburger oh, said, Rico needs to stop complaining about the cold. Why don't you come work outside with me? Uh, that's why I have this job. <laughs> that is why I do not work outside, Cheeseburger. Yeah, Maybe yeah, you yeah. shouldn't be working outside. You know, you know but you know, necessary. But you know what? Time. It's necessary, and He's I appreciate doing the necessary. you. Yeah, we do appreciate you, brother. We but do I'm do. not going to do it. Yeah, no, we're not. Let's bring in Rashawn three times. We got to introduce you like we do, like Booker T. Three times. Three times. Three times. <laughs> Three times national champion. First of all, young sir, you crushed it yesterday. 
Yeah, I appreciate it. At least that's what we've heard. Yeah, yeah, you crushed yesterday. And what I love about you is that you set a standard and you want to exceed the standard. So what have you done today? What sort of tasty menu oh, of Husker man. talk have you put together today, man, and, and Listen, I, I just – there's something about talking to people that I just love to do. Mm-hmm. I, it, it gets me excited. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. It gets me excited and happy to talk about people who have that same type of spirit. But for today, listener fans, we, mm-hmm. we're going to go a different direction, okay? We're going to talk to John McMinimum. Okay. Head coach mm-hmm. of the Wayne State Wildcats. You give me two minutes with him because I got two players he needs to sign. Like, I, listen, that's why we're, that that's exactly why we're right, here. We got two players he needs to sign. Like, that's right, why we're right. here. Okay. All right. We, we're going to talk to him. I'll hold him hostage if we need to. That's why we're here. What else you got? What else? <laughs> and you then, got? you know, I couldn't sleep. Well, I didn't sleep well last night. Um, drove up and, and seen, you know, a couple people in, uh, up in uh, Wayne. And, you know, I was driving back, and I'm just trying to think of why do I feel like something was missing yesterday to that whole piece? Mm-hmm. And I figured it out. I got to bring Sheldon Jackson back for part Unfinished two. Unfinished business. Unfinished business. business. Man, we know how that is, right? Got to have it. Right. Uh, and it, and it, as if that wasn't enough. What else you got? I mean, if we're talking about, you know, kind of um, before we before we talk about that, let me go back. We also gonna have a, a special guest, and I, you know what, I'm not gonna tell them about today, hmm. who we trucking with. Okay, but tomorrow's show, Uh-oh. don't oh, want drum roll, drum roll, to miss it. Uh-huh. Here's why. Talk to me. Okay, we're gonna have, and 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 I just got a call from Big Will. Hmm. Big Will actually has to take a flight, so we're gonna have to flop hmm. the times. It's okay. We're gonna have all American. Former Arizona Cardinal, mm-hmm. Ann Graham. Captain in 1995. Bring him on, man. Will be in the building on the phone. Handle that, man. Man, it's coming. Handle that. And then we got Will Shields. Yeah. The interesting fact. Let me ask you a question about if you know about Will Shields. Oh. How many games in a row did Will Shields play in his NFL career? All of them. <laughs> I don't, I, know like. how many, I don't know how many it is, but yes. <laughs> That's what I love about him. He knows sports, okay? Because I, I was ready. I was equipped. I got more. All of But he, won, he played every single game in his NFL career. He was a six-time in a row pro bowler. Mm. I, I, listen, man, it, Will Shields will be on with us at uh, 1.30. That, that's a lineup is what that is. Um, we're going to go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Tom has something for us. Tom, Tom, what's up? I just wanted to give you guys a positive outlook and a long-distance hug and high-five. I think you're doing an outstanding job. I want you to remember we're in the middle of a pandemic, okay, which is pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, our Husker fan base, in my opinion, is uh, pretty much 85% alcoholics <laughs> because we live in Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. You guys are taking calls in the morning from alcoholics that are hungover from another beatdown last night. Our football team sucks, yes. Our basketball team sucks, yes. But don't blame it on the co-host or the or the host. So I love you guys. Hang in there. Don't listen to the crap from the hangover people and be good. Please. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Tom, go ahead and take him to church, man. He said from the hangover people. <laughs> what is it, 95% alcohol? 
Oh, that's man, spectacular. I'm putting the stamp on it. Oh, man. It's not, our, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Did I do that? No. No, no, no. no, no. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. We'll, we'll end this one on a high note. Um, I just want to say I'm appreciative of this fan base. The listeners, this is part of why we made a decision to move here, is that people who love their, their, their program, um, and they fully love the program, um, we're all going to figure out how to root together for the same thing when it's good and when it's bad. We'll figure that out. We'll work that out. I'm just here to help you break it down. For Sean and friends, up next, I'm going to hang for the first hour just because I like the dude, and I'm mad he didn't bring me more food. is your high school minute with your southeast community college high school minute i'm harrison Hines. over the holiday break lincoln northeast secured the heartland athletic conference tournament championship over lincoln pius x 51 48 gatner for northeast led all scores with 19 the undefeated lincoln northeast rockets now sit at 9 and 0 and lincoln pius sits at 6 and 3 for the girls, Fremont would walk away with the championship, also beating Lincoln Pius X, 59-47. McGabe for Fremont led all scorers with 20. Fremont now leads the Class A girls by power points in the NSAA rankings with a record of 7-1. Lincoln Pius sits at fourth with a record of 7-2. In the Shelby Rising City Wrestling Invitational, Grant Wells from Lincoln Lutheran won the 126th championship weight class by decision in a match versus Mosul from Plainview, who was previously undefeated. Lincoln Lutheran would finish ninth out of 12 teams. In the Bennington Duels, Lincoln East would finish first First as a team out of 10. This has been your high school minute sponsored by Southeast Community College with locations in Lincoln, Beatrice, and Milford. Learn more today at southeast.edu. There's not many things worse than having plumbing issues at your home or business, but it's even worse if the problem isn't fixed. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.